Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 18th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Press Through It under the overall banner for the year, Heaven on Earth. And we've been looking at a passage, uh, something that Paul experienced, and I want to go back to that passage again this morning. The title of today's message is The Blame Game. Let's talk about the blame game uh, this morning. So um, this is what the Apostle Paul said. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 2 through 10. The Bible says, this is Paul talking about himself. He's talking about himself in third person. He says, now, I know a man in Christ about 14 years ago. This man got caught up to heaven. Now, whether he was in the body or out of the body, I don't know, but God knows. But um, I know this man. Now, once again, whether in the body or apart from the body, I don't know, God knows, but he was caught up to paradise and he saw inexpressible things, things that no human is actually permitted to tell. Now, I will boast about a man like that, but I'm not gonna boast about myself. If I'm gonna talk about myself, I'm gonna talk about my weakness. Now, even if I should choose to boast though, if I wanted to talk about the things that I've done, I wouldn't be a fool because God has really used me in a great way. I would, I would be speaking the truth, but I refrain, he said, so no one would think more highly of me than they ought to think. So he says, now, there, are, there were some surpassingly great revelations that this person saw. And then he brings it to himself. He says, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, another translation says, in order to keep me from becoming puffed up with pride, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me. Now, three times I pleaded with the Lord, Lord, please take this thing away from me. And God said, no, God said, my grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast in my weakness. I will all the more gladly boast in, in, in the weaknesses or in my personal weakness so that Christ's power may rest upon me. This is why he says, for Christ's sake, I take delight or pleasure in insults and hardships and persecutions and in difficulties for when I am weak, then I am made strong. So what does this mean to you today. This Monday morning, we've been looking at this passage for a while. I want us to go back to it again this morning. I actually have two things to share with you on this Monday morning about blaming God, about blaming God for things that really were not God in the first place. And you, you have to get past the blame game so that you can fully embrace what it is that God wants to do in your life so that you can fully embrace the grace to keep going. So number one, I have two things to share with you now. Now, as I get into these, I want you to now, you know, rid yourself of every distraction Focus in on what God is saying through me and open your heart to receive. Two things. I really believe God is going to deliver someone from this blame game this morning or many people. Here we go. Number one, sometimes we don't want to acknowledge why we are facing what we are facing. And that's the truth. As a Christian, as humans, sometimes we just don't want to acknowledge the fact that we brought these, this thing upon ourselves. Paul was called up to heaven. He experienced things that no mere human is supposed to experience, and then he lived to tell about it. He came back to the earth, and he talked about it, and the experience was so amazing that he was running the risk of becoming full of pride. So when Satan attacked Paul with a full-time demon, God allowed it. Now, God didn't come up with the demon. Satan did, but God allowed it. Now, God could have removed the demon. And Paul actually asked God to remove it three times, but God permitted it. God allowed it. Why? The text says, Paul said, because he was running the risk of becoming conceited. He, God permitted it. God allowed it because it was something that Paul needed to remain humble. It was an issue with his own character. God did not come up with a bad situation, right? 
God could have removed it, but God said, no, God didn't remove it because of an internal flaw in Paul's character. So Paul grew to the point where he was mature enough to acknowledge that this thorn in the flesh was there and it wasn't removed because of his own issue. Now, you and I, we should strive to be as mature as Paul. Many Christians today are blaming God for things that, one, he didn't put on them, two, are only there because of something that they did, or three, are not being removed because of an internal issue that we have, right? So we have to stop blaming God for something that he did not do. The point is that we should never blame God for something that we brought upon ourselves or something that Satan did had nothing to do with God. Now, if you want to see what God did, God provided Paul a round trip ticket to heaven, right? That, that's good. God is good. So God was doing good stuff for Paul, not bad things. God gave him a round trip ticket to heaven. Paul was the one with the pride issue, not God. So pride opened the door to Satan. Satan walked through it, gave him a demon. And then Paul acknowledged that, hey, I can't really blame God for this because the issue with pride is my issue is not God's issue. So the, it takes a certain level of maturity for you to look in the mirror and acknowledge the fact that, you know what, I'm facing this thing because I opened the door to something that I should have never opened the door to, or I, op I have an issue that brought this upon me and stop blaming God for something that you, or a situation you placed yourself in. So if you don't like the harvest that you're reaping, you must check the seed that you're sowing. If you sow bad seed, you're going to get a bad harvest every time. Number two, I only have two things for you this morning. And this is critical. The reason why I was laying out number one real, you know, real slowly is because I want to get to number two. Number two, once you get past the blame game, then you can embrace the grace to press through it. But you got to get past the blame game. It's hard for you to embrace God's grace. Watch this. If when you're facing a bad situation, it's hard for you to embrace the grace of God to overcome it if you're blaming God for it. So if I'm blaming God for a situation, how can I embrace the grace for me to overcome the situation? Because why would God give me the grace to overcome something that he put upon me? That doesn't make sense. So if I'm blaming God for something, then why would I be asking him for the grace to overcome something if he put it on me? If he put it on me, then it should be something that I want. This is where people have a confused, a warped a concept of God. James 1 to 17 says, that every good and perfect gift comes from God. God is a good God. Say, God is good. Say, God loves me. You got to get this down in your heart. God is a good God. God loves you. Every good, every perfect gift comes from God. John 10 and 10 says, Satan is the one who comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I came that you might have life. The Amplifier says that you might have life in abundance to the full till it overflows. No, I'm here to give you life. I'm here to bless you, not to curse you. I'm here to build you up, never to tear you down. I'm here to do good, not to do bad. And, and so this is, this is a very simple truth, but sometimes we mess it up. And, and so I like to say that it's so simple that you almost have to go to church to mess this up. It, here's the simple truth. God is good. Satan is bad. And it almost takes a preacher to confuse people. It almost takes a man of God who is taking scripture out of context to mess people's concept of God up. God is not, look at me. God is not out to get you. God did not put sickness on you 
just to, so you could turn around and ask God to heal you. That's ridiculous. God didn't put sickness on you and then to turn around and take the sickness off of you. The Bible says that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Well, Jesus went around healing people. Well, if, if God puts sickness on them, then Jesus couldn't heal them because if Jesus healed them, he would be fighting against his own father. That's ridiculous. God didn't put the sickness on you. I know that there's some crazy preachers out there saying, God did, did this to you. It's a blessing in disguise. No, God is not playing games. He's not trying to disguise nothing. This is not a blessing in disguise. God didn't do it. God is not out. Listen, God didn't put you in a, in a bad situation just so he could turn around and get you out of the situation dun, 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 so he could look like a hero. That's ridiculous. God is not schizophrenic. God is not doing this to you. God loves you with an unconditional love. God is a good God. God is more committed to you than you're committed to him. 2 Timothy 2 and 13 says, even when you are faithless towards God, God is faithful towards you because he cannot deny himself. God loves you. Stop blaming God for attacks from Satan and stop blaming God for things that you brought upon yourself. And you have to stop blaming God because until you stop blaming God, you will never embrace the grace to press through it. You can't embrace, you can't receive something from a God that you're blaming. So stop blaming God so you can get through it. Last thing I'll say is when you're no longer blaming God, when you're no longer questioning God and you are convinced that he loves you, that he loves you with an everlasting love, that he loves you that unconditionally, that there's nothing that you ever did to cause God to start loving you and nothing you ever can do will ever cause him to stop. When you're convinced of that then and you stop blaming God, then you can embrace the grace to, to press through whatever you're facing this morning. You know why? Because Galatians 5 and 6 says that faith works by love. Your faith is not going to work until you know that God loves you. When you know that, you know, oh my God, God loves me. God loves me despite my faults, my flaws, and my failures. God loves me with an everlasting and unconditional love. God loves me and I know it. I'm convinced that God loves me. God loves me from the day, from the moment I get up to the moment I go to sleep. I know that God loves me. And when you're convinced that God loves you and you embrace the grace of God in your heart, now you're in position to say, you know what? I can do all things. I can do all things through the God who loves me. I can do all things because there's a God who loves me, who lives on the inside of me. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I am convinced that God loves me. I'm not blaming God for what happened. Either Satan did it or I did it, but it wasn't God. If it's a bad situation, it was not God. Stop blaming God. You got to get past the blame game. And once you do, you can open up your heart to God's love. And once you do, you can fully embrace God's grace. And once you do, you can become the man, the woman that God called you to be. And you will overcome because you know that God loves you and faith works by love. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, I know you love me. <laughs> you are not out to get me. You are not putting bad things on me to teach me a lesson. <laughs> Every good and perfect gift comes from you. Now, I have an adversary who will do everything that he can to stop me. And sometimes I make poor decisions. And I have internal flaws. So when I sow bad seed, I get a bad harvest. But I refuse to blame you for something that I did or something Satan did. I am convinced that you love me. You only want to bless me. So I open my heart to your love. I fully embrace your grace. And I press through everything I'm facing today. I can and will 
overcome because I know you love me and I know you are with me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you as you head into this week. This is a Monday morning. Set the tone for the whole week. Right now, make a decision that you will never blame God again. God didn't do it. When a bad thing happens, a bad thing happens. It wasn't God. So you, you don't blame God. You are not going to blame him. You're going to fully embrace the grace. You know, you're convinced that he loves you with an everlasting love. And so whatever it is, he'll show you how to move forward and not backwards. And you will never blame him for something that you did. You will never blame him for something that Satan did. And then do me a favor, before you leave the screen, please share this on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know that God loves them and that he loves them unconditionally. Nothing you did caused God to start loving you and nothing you can do will ever make him stop. God bless you.